Okay. It's been so long. Yeah, I know. We're all tired. We're all men. <laughs> oh, Taylor, I realized that I think we celebrated a special um, anniversary of our own. Because I really? think like two weeks ago might have been the first time we actually recorded. Wow. Wait, two weeks ago and a year. Two weeks ago and a year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, uh, we, uh, We're actually in a time <laughs> vortex. Oh, yeah. Wow, well, happy anniversary to us. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Except I don't know how we counted. It's almost like those relationships where, you know, you met on a certain day, but then you didn't actually become an item so, until, like, six months later. So, like, we recorded that day. I was going to say, yeah, we... Yeah, we uh, didn't quite become an item until May. We started May. <laughs> flirting about the podcast yeah. previous to that, and then now... Yeah. Once we were started recording, yep. it, uh, it got real. The public was it wasn't announced publicly yet. <laughs> <laughs> you could say. <laughs> then we took it to Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Wife said she almost gagged during the Ryan Gamble show. Yeah, based on my um, macaroni cereal. Yeah, that was uh, which I stand by. That was she gave me an ultimatum. She said it's either you're like super milky, soupy macaroni and cheese, or me. And, and I don't know if you want to know the answer. Well, she that. she's not here right now, yeah, so so yeah. There you go. <laughs> and you are holding a milky you know bowl of my choice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so this week, um, I don't know what made me think of this one, but, but welcome <laughs> to Taylor and Eric rule of the world. I am Eric Kianfar. I'm Taylor Axford. Uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thanks um, for listening. Thank you for your support. It's been over a year and we definitely don't have a year's worth of podcasts, but we need to get better at that maybe, but <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing to your friends. Um, it it makes us really happy. Thank you. Yeah. It uh, means a lot. Um, yep. So, it's funny because you just moved uh, the microphone slightly, and that kind of has something to do with my rule for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and this when is... recording. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, it falls into the social category, and... Uh, okay. Uh, so, Eric, are we responsible for telling someone when they're talking too loud? What, like we as in me and you? Any? <laughs> <laughs> are we the talking too loud police? Well, yes. Just, like this... kick down the door and say, hey, quiet down in there. Because we have a podcast, yes, us. But uh, we, general public we, uh, is mm. someone, should someone feel responsible to tell a friend, uh, coworker, acquaintance when they're talking too loudly for the situation hmm. at hand. Okay, see that's that's a different story. So the situation at hand. So like a library, you might be talking quietly based on regular scenario, but it might be too loud for a library. So you're saying oh, okay. based on like location. the wisdom of the location. 
Because like at a crowd, like or at a crowd, you're in a crowd <laughs> at a concert. That's what I meant to say. And like you know, music's blaring, and you you know are yelling in your friend's ear because it's so loud. And it's like, hey, I'm gonna go grab a snack. And they go, you're talking too loud. <laughs> um, so uh, is that what you? Like, like so based on the situation let's so it can be based on situation but let's say whatever situation it, it is you have deemed it to be too loud okay it could be uh it could be a quiet library where you're you're doing this and you're kind of talking like this and they're talking at normal <laughs> volume it could be that or it could be a coffee shop where everyone is loud but then they are really loud or it could be just at home having a conversation. And uh, this is something, so where I got this from, this is uh, <clears throat> from personal experience. Okay. I have been told numerous times by both my girlfriend and my brother that I'm talking far too loudly. Hmm. And I never really realize until they say it. And they all they say is you're shouting right now, and I go, yeah. oh, okay, because I'm just really excited. Yeah. I, uh, I, it's just my volume ramps up, just in general, and I have a, um, I guess, a very loud <laughs> vocal. Ah, keep it down. Everyone's <laughs> ears are bleeding. They hold. They don't even need head. No, they plug in their headphones to listen to our podcast. Yeah, but they don't put them in their ears. That's how loud. <laughs> You talk, so uh, let's let's clarify. Let me clarify something. So regular instances, like Ye- like you're not in a place that needs to be quiet. Yeah, so we no, could you're, talk you're... about those locations, but for right now, mm. let's say okay. standard standard uh, conversation. You're on a bus. Could be or at in work. A mall yeah, at work. You could be out to dinner. You could just be at home on the oh. couch. Okay, so I've also been told that I talk too loud at times when I get excited and all that but I don't it's particularly in the public when no one's talking I I like to break that tension especially when I know other people are listening in <laughs> and they have something to say um, strangers that's, yeah that's oh, my man. favorite that like is particularly in elevators like like I feel like the elevator is the perfect scenario for this rule Okay. You're having okay. a conversation and you get into an elevator and there are people in the elevator. There's nothing else. You're not ordering coffee. There's no other distraction. You are in a box <laughs> that will isolate you from the world for a temporary <laughs> moment in time. And the the group decides like do I get like like have you ever been in an elevator so, where a group comes in and they're like, Oh, just uh, hold on a sec and they like Pause their conversation until yeah. they leave. It's like, what's that about? Okay, so great point because I think I'm one of those people. Oh. I don't, I don't like uh, strangers hearing my conversations. Oh. I really can't stand it for whatever reason. I just, I do the elevator thing where hmm. I bring down my volume and I kind of just mumble to the person next to me and I. Oh yeah, like maybe we'll get sushi or something like. I, then there's the you. We'll get sushi. You would be like, so yeah, maybe we'll get sushi, and like, like you're saying to the other person yeah. in the elevator. And I don't know why that is. I just feel like conversations between two people 
uh, I don't know, are meant to stay between those two people, if that makes any sense. Not that it's like private gossip we're talking about. It's dinner plans or who's going to take the trash out or something. But So you think uh, that there is such (laughs) thing as private conversation. That's what I'm going to say. But you heard it here first, folks. Just because the information is only for and useful for one other individual doesn't mean it's private. Right. So and, and so it's in a public <clears throat> place, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You're just having a conversation in a public place. Like you can be talking about dinner in an elevator. And and this is this is going back to why I love talking about such things in a public place because we might be like, oh, you're feeling like sushi? Yeah, sushi or fish and chips. And it's like, oh, fish and chips, that'd be interesting. Do you know any good fish and chips places around here? And then you see that stranger, a <laughs> little twinkle in their eye, and they kind of just like shuffle a little bit because you've like engaged them with your fish and chips talk. And, and, I, <laughs> and, yeah. and I go... Like, and, you know, you just kind of open it up. It's like, do you know any fish and chips so, places around the area? And they go, actually, my cousin owns a place down the road. If you, like, you know, just, it just opens. <laughs> Mention my name for 50% yeah, off. Exactly. Uh, I, I, it's funny because as much as I say that I like, I, I want to keep my conversation private, I like when strangers do that to me. I like hmm. when they say something and I can kind of, Make a You're joke. The You're the one with the fish and chips cousin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or they are walking their dog or something, and they're talking to their dog mm. right when they pass you, and you get to like you can throw in a comment that okay. like kind of fits the conversation. I love. <laughs> You're like, hey, Sparky, how's the walk today? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he's... I have to leave my dog alone. You crazy freak. <laughs> um, so. I, and you're talking too loud. I'm on, I guess I'm on both sides where I want to keep it private, but I also like getting nosy. I, I, um, yeah, I realize we're kind of we're talking about like private slash public conversation, not necessarily loud conversation. Wow, Eric, we've gone on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. Who would have guessed? Okay. So, so <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Um, talking too loud. I, uh, I, so what I will say is when I've been called out on it, I have been appreciative of it and I have noticed my volume and realized that I'm probably making the other person slightly uncomfortable because they're hearing my very loud voice in their ears right next to them or they, it's just too much, you know? Like, you're appreciative because you look around and you realize everyone's staring at you. Like, yeah. can you please be quiet? We're trying to watch the movie. <laughs> it's the <laughs> last scene, man. Shut up. Uh, so I think it can hmm. be helpful, but I wonder um, if, have you ever been in a situation where you've wanted to call someone out for their volume or... I can't think of volume as being the trigger for mm-hmm. me calling someone out. Um, definitely disruptive talking. Okay. Has, like, uh, to go back to the theater example. They might not be talking loud, but it is distracting. Right. So I that's <clears throat> when you were talking about um, strangers getting in on the conversation. Yeah. 
I thought about this one time at work a few years ago where uh, this guy was having a very loud phone call about his car repairs right outside our office. And we have a service window, so it's open, and he's, like, right at the window shouting about shouting on the phone about what kind of tires he's going to get or something. <laughs> and everyone in the office can hear him. He's just talking on the phone to someone. Like, yeah. you don't have to yell when you're on the phone. But all, it was also an echoey hallway. But anytime I try to go have a private phone call, I find somewhere, I find a little yeah. alcove where no one can hear me. Um, but I thought, you know, was is that our responsibility to say you're disrupting our work right now? It's being disruptive? That's such a... Di- but okay. he's a stranger. He's a stranger. Oh. No, because the workplace is a, a unique environment on its own. Because I feel like the workplace is naturally quiet. Like, obviously, all these factory workers listening to our podcast are like, what are you talking about? Ting, ting. Yeah, ah. exactly. So... Um, my workplace, office setting, I'm thinking of your mm-hmm. more office and us administrative folks. Classic. Um, yeah. So the people who type on computers, um, like at my work, like I was telling you just about my like internet woes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to call, make a call, even just like make a reservation tonight or something. And that is just this, I can't even bring myself to even checking my voicemail. <laughs> right. Because I feel like the sound of the, like, please enter your password, <laughs> like, echoes in my workplace. Even not on quiet. speakerphone? Yeah, it's not on speakerphone. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm at, like, that one bar, that yeah. one little square. Out enter of all, your password. Ah, how many squares are there? They're, like, 17? 16. 16. 16, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so. sad that I know that. <laughs> um, I, I'm wondering how, we'll give you guys some time to count. <laughs> Uh, so office kind of, kind of quiet and you're saying you should watch, yeah. you should watch your volume. But, uh, what I was going to get at is, do you think if it's not spoken, it's like standard, like it should be quiet? Like it's not a library. It, it like, can it be loud? At work? Yeah. I think, um, I think of general, a general amount of of background noise phone calls typing Mm. ringing is is totally fine i think when it gets there should be an office soundtrack that they play in the office so like if there's not many people you just kind of like the like a white noise tape (laughs) but like hello um so hello i'm trying to order my tires (laughs) (laughs) that guy (laughs) (laughs) sir we're not a mechanic so i i ours Tends to get a little bit louder when it's busier, hmm. uh, which is probably par for the course. But I think definitely there is there is that in the workplace too, where if you should be aware, if all of your coworkers can hear you, hmm. um, and whether or not you're being disruptive, because I'll have that too. Sometimes I'll be on the phone, and I won't realize how loud I'm talking until people can say that they heard you know the whole conversation. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, what was the actual question that you brought up? Because there was we... this guy on the on the phone, this stranger who was ordering tires. Yeah. And was was he mad or just talking loud? Uh he was just making arrangements. He wasn't mad. He was just loud and echoey. Okay. 
Uh, so, as a general loud person, oh, are so we responsible? We keep going on for- tangents because I'm thinking about. I was talking, and I just lost my train of thought. So that doesn't <laughs> even help. I, oh, volume has never triggered me as disrupt. Yes, okay. That's what it was. You said disruption. And then there was yeah. So, um, yeah, I I don't think there's anything. I I'm gonna stand that, like. I don't think there's anything wrong with talking loud. Okay. Even like you said, you were here. Let me let me ask you this. You said you were appreciative of being informed about it. Yes. Like, is it when you were ordering tires at a workplace and someone was like, "You're disrupting our work"? No, it was or? just casual like kitchen conversation with my girlfriend, and it's like, "Oh yeah, there's uh, uh, avocados <laughs> in the fridge," and she's like, "What? Well, like?" Oh, yeah, okay. I know. You're very loud. Because that was going to be... That, I'm glad you mentioned that because as soon as I finished when you were the tired guy and someone was like, you're disrupting our work. Because even that response, you're disrupting our work. You, It's not you being loud. It's you disrupting work. Whereas that example you just gave is literally like, you're not disrupting anything. You're just being loud. Right. And is... Can la- can that be? Can it also be loud? Can loud be annoying? And is annoying inherently disruptive? Like, am I being disruptive to my girlfriend's ears because I'm shouting about avocados when it's not necessary? You know, I have actually experienced that, but I've I have I've done the hand motion yes. where I put my hand. I made a plane, a horizontal plane, with my hand as we're talking, and then I pushed my hand down. <laughs> And I feel like that, without words, kind of communicates like the, okay, guys, like, we're all yelling right now because we've gotten excited. Let's bring it back down. Was it a group? Um, It could be group. Yeah. So do you think that's easier uh, to blame the noise on everyone? If it was one single person, would you do this hand where down motion? Um, Like if it was... I can only think of myself doing it in a group setting because what I notice is one group might get more excited. Then the other people will raise their volume to over so that they can talk over the excited group. Yes. And then it just it feeds into itself and it resonates. So that energy keeps building until everyone's just trying to out we outspeak the other groups. I've had that a lot with groups of friends and especially anytime uh my brother and I both go home to mm. visit our parents we we are both so amped up and excited to talk about and share everything that's been going on mm. and for like half an hour it's just the loudest household but it's only, you know, it's only like the two of us being like, oh, oh, this, oh, and did you see that? And oh, and also, like, because yeah. we both get so excited. <laughs> and our parents are like, oh, wow, like, they're home. Wow, oh, my gosh. So, I haven't heard sound <laughs> at this level in a long time. But it's, yeah, but in those moments, it's like not necessary, but our excitement mm. brings the brings the noise. Uh, uh, brings the noise. Our excitement yeah. brings the, the decibels. <laughs> uh, you your headphones. Yeah. So... I think it's about knowing what situation you're in and having the appropriate appropriate volume for the scenario. Hmm. So, let's see. Spectral analysis. Mm-hmm. If everyone talks loud or if no one ever talks loud. Oh, jeez. Which one's better? If everyone... <laughs> Pick one? Everyone... Like you're at a concert. Yeah. 
And, like, aside from the music, like, everyone is just at, like, a very moderate tone of <laughs> So you voice. can't hear anyone. Yeah. So, like, cheers are just only at room. Like, like what you're hearing right now, <laughs> just, like, stadiums of millions of people just at, like... Yeah. Like 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 it sounds as powerful like like as if they're screaming, but it's like someone did the hand motion and brought the volume down. So like which one's better? That like no like it's all loud. So like hi or how do you how do you how are you loud without sounding excited or angry? I have, I'm not going to try it right now because we're recording and it probably won't sound very good. <laughs> Everyone was yeah. like, oh, I'm ready to turn down my volume. Um, I would have to say the quiet because I think mm. I think uh, volume can be associated with, like you said, like uh, anger, frustration, also mm. happiness. But I think if everyone brought their volume down, it would kind of relax people a little bit. And I think a lot of people out there could... could, uh, could Use a chance to relax. Hmm. I guess it is energy, right? Sound yeah. energy. So when you have that anger or excitement or joy, then you get louder. Yeah. And uh, even like before bed, um, <laughs> you know, you know. Um, I can't wait to sleep. <laughs> putting like pulling the covers up and just talking about your day. I've oh, been like, yeah. I've been shushed. Like, oh. no, like it's. <laughs> We're like we're. I'm right next to you. You don't have to get so excited and loud. Um, It's like I know. Whenever we talk in bed, that always happens, right? It's like I'm sorry I shushed you that one. It's like kindergartners with their indoor voice, like learning to shout on the playground, but to talk quietly inside. Hmm. And so maybe I just never quite learned how to do that. All right. So let's see. So. Okay, I guess that's what I love about the spectral analysis because the fact that I also think that a quieter one, because just if everything was loud, that'd just be. Oh, it'd be awful. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, it is possible to talk too loud in some situations. (laughs) And a bunch of people listening to the podcast who know me are like, finally. He admitted it. He admitted it. Here. In a recording, <laughs> I have it. <laughs> they start weeping with excitement. Um, um, do you think the? I mean, obviously, maybe, obviously, maybe yeah. uh, your relationship with the person, how close you are, determines how willing you might be to tell them to bring it down. Oh, like that that BMW guy or the car tires guy <laughs> in the hallway. I just gave it away. Yeah. It was a BMW. Oh man, um, <laughs> you know a lot about this guy. I didn't. I didn't. Like, well, he didn't hide anything. <laughs> I didn't know him, so I didn't do anything. But if it happened to be a good friend of mine who, for some reason, if was you... at work and, and doing that, I would have said, "Man, like we're working here." You, you would know? have. I would have felt way more comfortable hmm. with doing that. And I think that's why my girlfriend and my brother have been like, dude, bring it down. Because they know me. They know that I am i won't take offense to that and that I talk loudly and sometimes need to be told to I talk quietly. I guess so. Um, just thinking whether is a louder volume more acceptable if it is someone that you know? Um, oh, man. Because that guy with the tires, that was also at your work. Yeah. Like if... That guy was in your kitchen one day, <laughs> and you didn't know him. I know it's awkward, but just imagine you were comfortable with the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you woke up, 
no, you didn't wake up. You're watching TV. You paused it, and you're thinking about your day. And then there's a man in your kitchen who's asking about ordering tires right. for his BMW. Yeah. Would you be like, keep it down? Uh, if, yeah, if it was disrupting what I was doing. Because yeah. because I live there. Because I disruption. Y- it's not just pure, pure volume for volume's sake. <laughs> yes. So if, if that would be the same thing as mm. if I, so I'm watching TV or playing video games or whatever. If the radio is on in the next room and I can hear it. I'm losing my mind. Okay. Because the sounds are clashing. Oh, I right. can't focus on what I'm doing. I can't hear the dialogue in the movie. It's like, have you ever had... You're applying the same uh, analysis as if it were like a sound system playing. Yes. Like, would you go up to it and turn it down? Yes. Which I would do. 100%. Hmm. Especially when you are um, trying to focus on something, doing hmm. a project, uh, working on something, watching a movie very intently... If there's anything else going on that's coming into your purview, then it's like, I, I can't handle this. Yeah. Well, I think disrupt if if it's disrupting in any way, it's obviously fair game. Yeah. So, like, I a long time ago, I think it was high school, on the school bus, I was... T- <laughs> this is a memory that I just I carry with me. I'm talking out loud with my friends and they're like this is when i was told eric you're talking so loud and i realized no one on the bus is talking and i just go it doesn't matter they can all hear me (laughs) they're not talking they need something to listen to because you know we didn't have ipods or anything so So you were the soundtrack to the the bus to the bus wow okay but you didn't you didn't care in that moment because you're like who, no. if they're gonna listen. I think I actually pointed someone out, like someone like looked back because I was addressing the bus and I said, "Right? Do you care?" And then they just kind of like laughed and like turned around. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I don't want to be engaged. <laughs> I don't know him." Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, how about um, we give some tips and tools if right now they're like, "Help me with my friend who yes. speaks too loud." Uh, it's not disruptive, but it's just some, something I have tried in situations. Um, there's certain areas I've been in. Let you know. Let's use the library example. Okay. Um, if someone, or you know, quiet restaurant or something like that, someone is talking louder than you feel necessary. I kind of. I'll come back with this kind of voice, this soft, like, oh, you'll, for, you you'll, talk for the situation, <laughs> and without saying it, you potentially make them feel slightly odd about talking, like, three times louder. They go, how's it going? And you're yeah. like, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, then they man. inadvertently... Use your midnight voice. Yeah. Oh. So, so what, what should we call that? How about uh, correction by contrast? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, volume one correction. Okay. Um, so you're not saying anything, uh, but you are demonstrating the volume that needs to be used in the situation. Okay. I'm going to go a bit, um, kind of a step to the side of what you shared, and I'm going to do uh, proximity. Okay. So, like, um, I feel like with some people in my life, whenever they're talking on the phone... There's they they speak at a volume as if they're trying to talk to the person and actually cover the distance that's between them. So yeah, you know, so it's like, you know, the phone will do the distance traveling I'm, for you. I'm totally guilty yeah. of that. Yeah, they're like we're on the phone, like it's 
Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah. So if if your friend is talking to you too loudly, just stand really close to them so that they will feel like they are yelling oh, at man. your ear. Like just just like go much closer to them. <laughs> It might backfire because that gesture might make it seem like you can't hear them, which will cause them to speak louder. <laughs> but I think it's a risk willing to take. <laughs> so we'll call that one the uh, the proximity yeah. Uh, test. Yeah, proximity test. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- I also love just a sidebar of, have you ever seen someone on, on speakerphone and they feel like they have to shout into oh, yeah. the phone so loudly. Hi, you're on speakerphone now. <laughs> Everyone can hear you. Even even on this podcast, sometimes I feel like I have to yell into the microphone yeah. and it's like, no, it's gonna it's gonna pick up the volume. <laughs> um there was oh, there was one more that you had um something you made me think mm. of. So we had the contrast. Yeah, proximity. We had proximity and um oh how do you shush someone? What's the best method? If you have to, well, I guess we've already. Um, if if you have, to, if it comes down to it, and um, the contrast doesn't work, proximity, they're not getting a hint. When it comes down to actually telling them or showing them that they need to be quieter, what is the best method? Is it a shush? Are you bringing the hand I like down? The hand, I'm a hand down. Are you kind of are you kind of doing like a pump the brakes motion? Are oh. you are you backing away and saying like you're shouting at me? I'm gonna say the shush is a no no. I think yeah. shush is like a like I don't know. Who, nobody likes that. Yeah. When when would I like? I'm trying to think. Whenever I say that, when would I like to be shushed? Probably never. Yeah. Never. So yeah, don't I, do that. I yeah, I have experienced shushing someone and it didn't go well. Um, the the pumping the brakes like back up motion is a very defensive motion. <laughs> so yeah. unless they're like angrily yelling at you, which mm-hmm. is a completely different situation that yeah. we're trying to address. <laughs> like I don't this isn't conflict resolution yeah. type rule that we're talking about <laughs> right now. This is just general loudness. Yeah. So I feel like the pumping the brakes is more of a like like back off, which okay. might not be what you want. Mm-hmm. Um so that's why I resort to the the hand motion. So it's you, very neutral. You have the, you have gesture. your hand kind of parallel to the yeah. ground and you just kinda of lower it. Yeah. Okay. But I, you have to start high. You start high. Because it shows, like, a high level of something. You are up here. Yeah. Bring it down here. I, I try not to go above my head because I think that communicates. So like they, If they have to, like, tilt their chin up. <laughs> as high as you can yeah. reach. And, and they're like, what are you doing? And it's like, I, the, we're inside. Why are you blocking this? Trying to block out the rays of the sun. Like, not that gesture. I tend to start kind of above ear level. Okay. You know? If the ear can be present in the hand motion, I think that that the the subconscious will process, and then you just bring it down. So start out by using some subtle signals, such as your own volume yeah. or your proximity to, uh, to the individual, or start bringing the not-so-subtle hand signals. Mm. And don't, don't shush. We're going to say don't shush. Yep. Just kind of rude. Yeah. Um, if you were overhearing a loud conversation, what topics do you like to hear about? Uh, it's movies. Sports. Yeah? Yeah. Like if they're talking about the latest game. 
if they're talking about the latest game, I'll definitely eavesdrop. Would you um, ever jump in? Potentially, yeah. If uh, if I overhear someone talking about very specific NHL facts, I'll try to wiggle my way in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather, I the weather, I'm over it. Uh, people talk about the weather way too much, and it's a fallback. And uh, we all say the same thing every day. So. People who are in need, when I overhear those conversations, I like that. Like, I can hear how they're lost. Okay. And they're, try- they're like, oh, but we just came from that way. I don't understand whether so, where I'm supposed to be going. And then I go, and it's like, but how am I going to get to the East Side Marios? Right, and you're like, and I'm, like, I'm going to make... I just came yeah. from there. Yeah, that's a great point. The volume yeah. police are coming in. <laughs> to, Service. To, <laughs> to serve and protect. To not to punish you for yeah. being loud, but to reward you <laughs> for wondering aloud yeah. where these San Mario's is. And then after your conversation, you go, oh, by the way, you stick your hand out and you just bring it down a little bit. A little loud. <laughs> yeah, you're a little, hey, back of motion. <laughs> you, you, you hear someone like, you hear someone, oh, I, I can't find these San Mario's. And you wonder, you wonder like, well, uh, the, the, uh, the, midnight voice. the local East San Mario's. <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, do we want to give a weight to this rule? Let's see. Because I feel a good majority of the time is mostly because it's disruptive. It's people who just don't know how to, like, assess their environment Mm -hmm. for volume. Um, I think I'm going to give it maybe a... And I also like people speaking loudly, so I'm going to give it a four. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say eight. Oh. Wow. Do, oh. do we want to meet at six? <laughs> um, 6 p.m.? <laughs> to discuss this further? Yes. Okay. No. Yeah, let's meet at six. Okay. Let's give it a nice six. I'll meet you at the six. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Cool. That wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Um, if you have any thoughts, feedback, uh, if you totally disagree Please let us know. Uh, we're on Facebook at Taylor and Eric Rule the World. We are also on Twitter. I'm at Taylor Axford. And I am at Eric Kianvar. And please, please do join us in our quest to rule the world. Hmm.